0: This episode of the Carol Chronicles is brought to you by the No Apologies podcast. Hosted by Daryl Taylor, No Apologies brings singular and roundtable discussions of pop culture to levels of hilarity few podcasts have been able to attain. You can download episodes at Comic Book Roadshow and NoApologies.wordpress.com or subscribe to the No Apologies podcast via iTunes. The PKD Black Box presents the Carol Chronicles.
1: And welcome back to the Carol Chronicles, or as I like to call it, the fun that never begins, or ends,
0: or whatever. Uh,
1: we are sponsored today by both Old School Wrestling Podcast, wonderful show. Look forward. It's a great show. We talk about old matches. We are also sponsored by the wonderful podcast, Nothing's On, hosted by my co-host, Donnie Salvo, and, yeah, Gerald Taylor. Uh, the man who has 800 gajillion podcasts. Um, We're also sponsored in part by viewers like you. That's right. We love you. Keep listening to the Half Hour Wasted Legion of Dudes, TKD Media Family Podcasts. All right. Uh, we've got two bits coming up today. Uh, actually, three. But we rambling just a little bit right now about the NBA. Uh, actually, no one, I'm not even going to talk about the NBA or anything because... It's going to be interesting for about a month before the playoffs. Uh, That's what next month's going to be. It's going to be talking about the playoffs, playoffs of the NBA, things on the NFL draft coming up. I think I'll actually be, I doubt my next recording is going to be before the draft, but it might be. If it is, probably have a couple of guests on to talk about the draft and needs and what we think it might go. If it's not, it'll be a recap of the draft. That's right, I hit the high note to talk about the recap. Uh, all right, coming up in about 30 seconds to a minute from now, we're going to have, first, we're going to have myself and Duncan from Superheroes R Us talking baseball with a preview. And that's going to be followed up by myself and Mr. Dean Stahl talking about WrestleMania. So I want you all to sit back and enjoy. the. Uh, I will caution you, the first podcast was... ...inhibited by a little bit of technical difficulties. We were having some issues. Uh, My internet here had been acting up because we've been having some line issues in the area. It's gotten cleared up. Uh, The first podcast is going to be about an hour of of, uh, myself and Duncan. The second half is going to be about 40 minutes or so of me and Dean. So I want you all to sit back and enjoy... And enjoy the ride, Y'all enjoy, and have a great day. And now we're on to the baseball preview with myself, joined this time by someone new. We haven't had him before on here. He's been actually, I think, on with Sean, but don't quote me on that. It's a fellow Atlanta Brave fan, but actually he's a lot more dedicated than I am because he actually goes to a lot of games. Well, he also lives a lot closer than I am. The man who is the publisher, editor, whatever you want to call him, the guru of superheroes dash r dot dot us dot com. The man, all about Duncan.
0: Oh, thank you very much for the very flattering intro.
1: Uh, I always try and flatter our guests over here uh, when we have them, because well, actually we don't have them very often, but except on the previews, and we always like to have diverse group of people on the previews when we do them, because that way. We get a lot of different views on it. Although this time we have two Atlanta Braves fans. But just to let you all know, I am more of a general interest baseball fan because I started giving up on the Braves about oh, about 12 years ago after the debacle of 99 when we lost so humiliatingly to the Yankees when the team was basically Chipper Jones and Chipper Jones and, yeah. That
0: was a little before I started watching, but yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that year was great. It was basically the year Chipper owned the uh, Mets because I think uh, what's his name, the first baseman, crap went out with cancer that year, so he was the uh, only player that we had that was worth anything. Because actually, I think don't even and uh, if I remember correctly, our wonderful catcher was out with a knee injury. It was bad that year, but hey, we beat the Mets. We beat the Mets. That's all that's important. Cool. So you've been a Braves fan for how long?
0: about four or five years now it started uh, my grandmother actually started watching the Braves probably back in 95 and then my mom started watching with her and then after our first son Carter was born he would stay at my mom's house in the weekend and stuff and she would watch the baseball games with him. We got into it and started playing ball and then it just kind of came down and we got into it and my wife is really the, the main Braves She could tell you anything you want
1: to know about the braids, likely. Okay, so let me get rid of you and get her on here. No, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) One second. There we go. Sorry. Uh, Did that come through on your end? Nope. Okay, good, because I actually hit something and I had some audio in the background. Thankfully, that didn't go through, and I doubt it will be on here. All right. Cool. So... Let's be honest. We're going to be talking about the Braves this year coming up. Uh, we're going to, On this rundown, we're going to be doing the usual. We're going to be doing the predicted playoffs, who teams we think are going to make the playoffs, both sides. We're going to do AL MVP, NL MVP, same thing for the Rookie of the Year, Cy Young. Um, the surprise team, the team we think was surprise, not necessarily. This is in a good way. Not necessarily a playoff team, but a team that will outperform. We'll also do the I just don't see it I don't understand why everyone is loving this team well uh, if you're around for the uh, football podcast uh we were very successful on that uh I think a couple of us uh, picked the Colts for that and a couple others or no the chiefs I think the chiefs were one of the big ones and the uh, chargers so we actually were very successful on that but first we're gonna do a little bit of race talk we don't care but we don't care about y'all um uh, I don't know about you, but I just, I'm just i not looking forward to the Braves season this year because they've got some holes offensively. Well, we always have holes offensively, and Liberty Media just won't spend to fix them. What do you think about that?
0: I don't disagree with you on that. It, I don't know that they won't spend. I think they just don't have the money. And it's hard to find, the, this day and age, it's hard to find the big players unless you've got the money to, to get out there and get them. Braves, you know, they're known for their farm system, but they're at a point where their farm system is mostly pitchers or the farm system is guys like Pastrinicki and, uh, and Drillson-Simmons that are, you know, don't have the AAA or the MLB experience to come right up and start in the Major League lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean, or you'd think we could. I mean, we could have had some other players this offseason season if we were just willing to give up on Miner or Delgado and yeah. get some guys. I mean, but one other thing I've heard is Liberty Media will basically say, "This is your budget. This is all you can spend. You cannot imp- you cannot increase your budget during the year." Yep. Yeah, but that's, that's, so
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I mean, coming back, we just came back from spring this this past week. We went saw. So, we saw three games my wife she actually went to a couple extra games while we were at disney but uh coming back from that it's i'm i'm thinking it's a good thing they didn't get get rid of some of those pitchers the minor is probably the best looking one of the best looking pitchers out there right now as far as spring training goes and depending on who you ask they'll say spring training doesn't count End of spring training they're healthy and ready to play the season but uh, you know minor looks
1: he looks really good right now. So. Yeah, I mean, one of the fun things is that a friend of mine who's a huge Roto nerd, um, he's a huge Cubs fan now. He used to be a Braves fan before he, when he lived in Georgia, but he's moved to Chicago for the last 10 years. And he and I used to have a running joke about the Braves. If the Braves offer you a position prospect, don't do it. Because <laughs> the guy won't be anything. I mean, in the... In the Last 20 years, I can think of, like, one Braves position player that turned out to be good when we traded him, and that was Jermaine Dye. So I was like, yay, we'll trade you. Uh, You're screwed. Yeah. But uh, I'm just – it's going to be a weird offense this year because, I mean, who – because they will keep guys way too long. I mean, we kept – the horrible I'll swing at anything right fielder that we had for
0: years,
1: who that ended up going to the Kansas City Royals, and was like, hey, look, there's no pressure. I I'll, I I'll, I'll, I can perform. Yes. Yeah. And then we had the wonderful center fielder who, that we got from Pittsburgh that was like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna I am sorry i am going i can not hit, but I'm gonna be rolled out there because the Braves don't have anyone. Yay.
0: And they still don't. I mean, you know, Bourne's great and. Got center field covered this year, but they're still, you know, left field, and right field, are kind of iffy depending on who you ask.
1: So, yeah, Jason. I've seen the t- the three ga- three of the games I've seen this year were two of them were which where Jason hit a homer, but otherwise he's not looked all that great. And we're counting. Well, he's not going to be playing left field for a few, for at least a good couple of months because he's going to be playing third. because chippers out. So
0: you know, you're looking at one of the utility little guys like Durango or Constanza to come pick up your left field.
1: No, we don't. We have Matt Diaz. He can hit lefties. Yeah, Matty. That's it. He can hit lefties. No.
0: Yep.
1: Put a right fielder up there, and he's like, D-. Yeah, and, but Freddie should make up for some stuff. Freddie will probably improve, and if McCann uh, starts hitting, we should do better. And. Yeah. If Ugla performs like he did at the last half, second half of last year, as opposed to what he usually does, we should
0: do well. He started out spring training decent. He's hit, hitting good, and uh, Freeman, I think he hit day two homers yesterday. So he just got hit in the hand the day like two days before that. So
1: yeah, and that's so real pro- yeah, and, yeah, and it's promising because that's really not his game. Everybody that I heard expected him to be a basically a not quite as good uh, defensively but a little bit more powerful John Olerud, uh, which about 25 homers, but he looks like he could actually have that 30 to 35 homers, which now that we, we're out of the steroid era actually is a pretty good first baseman.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I still think he's underrated as a first baseman last year. I mean, he, pulled some, he can pull some stuff out that, that
1: just, you know, watch it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's actually going to tie into what we are talking about. I mean, it, we don't have to be great this year. The Braves don't have to be all that great because the division is going to be very weak. I think 90 wins, maybe even 88, wins the division this year because Chase Utley is going to be gone for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Wall- Rollins is getting old in a hurry. He's and who knows when Ryan Howard's going to come back? Exactly. Yep. The Marlins, yeah, they're going to have a brand new stadium, but they're still the Marlins. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Which means they could go 80 wins, or they could go 90 and win the and win the World Series again.
0: <laughs>
1: who knows? Yeah, I mean Washington should be improved,
0: but yeah, I think Washington could be the. I don't know, Washington could could surprise
1: you. Yeah, but I think I think they're more they have they have openly said we are building towards next year. Now they've also said if we're close this year we'll go out and bid for somebody but they're not gonna try and trade any of their great prospects because they are building to twenty thirteen being their year because they know that year the Phillies are gonna be down, the Mets are still gonna be the Mets and Miami's gonna have that ballpark brand newness worn off. So Yep, I mean that. Um, that actually ties into something. I was uh, the just. I just don't see it this upcoming year. I've seen the Phillies at about 85 to 90 wins. I've seen the Marlins in that same range. I don't see it. I think the Phillies are going to crater out this year. I think they're going to be lucky to win 80. What do you think?
0: I I I think I, I think I really didn't expect them last year as well as they did. I mean, everybody talks about you know their, their their pitching and how great it is, and it's you know, admittedly, it's good. But when you're in the National League, especially when you're going up against people like the Braves that that have that good pitching staff as well, then you've got to have more than that to on. So uh, that's only going to take you so far. You gotta, like you said with Rollins and Howard and you know, those injuries there. I,
1: now that said, they still got those. That said, they still got an awesome pitching staff. Yep. Their one, two, three is excellent. Is excellent. But if they can't score one, runs, hey, look, it's the Braves in the '90s again. Yay! Right. I said if they can't, they'll, they won't be able to score runs. It'll be the Braves in the '90s. Oh. Yay! Yeah. All right. Now let's start off at the top. We're going to go with who do you think is going to win the National League MVP this year?
0: Uh, it's gotta be Matt Kemp. He, he should have had it last year. So just before you called, we were actually watching something on ESPN where he was talking about how he was frustrated that he didn't get it, and he was working even harder in the off season, and he was really, you know, trying to get it.
1: Yeah. The only thing working against him, though, they have nothing. Oh no. There is yeah. there is nothing around him to protect him. It's gonna be like it. I mean it's even worse than when Barry Bonds was playing in uh, San Francisco. He at least had Jeff Kemp hitting behind him. Kemp's got Matt Kemp has nothing. So that actually I think could affect his numbers. The guy who I think is actually going to win is is probably I'm going to bet on Justin Upton. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I think Arizona's going to is actually going to be the number 1 seed this year in the uh, Mer- in the National League. So I actually I'm going to go with Justin Upton because he's young. The team's going to play a lot. I think that that's who I think is going to win. Alternatively, if there's nobody that stands out like a camp having that monster season or Upton having a great season, I think a team on a lesser a guy like a Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah. Cuz Tulowitzki can put up some counting stats. And so can Kemp, I mean. So yeah. What do you uh, you've seen Tulowitzki and Upton play? What do you think of them?
0: Uh, you know, they're both excellent excellent hitters, and, you know, you can't, like you said, so I think they'll both have good shots at it. And so this early, you know, before the season even starts, who knows what's going to happen. You know, they might come out and have a start of the year like Ugla did last year.
1: Yeah.
0: Can't predict it at all, so.
1: Yeah, Mindy. Uh, yeah, and then you're going to move over to the American League, I think, looking at Everybody, and I think that's really going to come down to Adrian Gonzalez's race to lose with Boston because he's going out there and he's saying, my shoulder's been injured the last two years, which included a year at San Diego, so I think his power numbers are going to go up, and I think he's going to help, And because he is in Boston, and let's be honest, uh, there is an East Coast bias when it comes to these awards. Yeah. So I think Gonzalez has the best shot Because if he's putting up those numbers Especially being on ESPN And getting the ESPN effect That this guy should be the one who wins I think that's what's going to happen Is there anyone that you think might do well On the American League side?
0: I'm really interested to see what Buster Posey does When he comes back, I think
1: Well, that's in the National League That's not in the American oh, League
0: my bad i got my <laughs> I'm looking at my notes off here. Uh,
1: There's your comeback player of the year yeah. Comeback
0: player of the year is Buster Yeah, but, yeah. player of the year um, yeah. No, I I actually don't have anybody on my list for for American League. I don't. I'm, I'm not that tight on any of those teams enough to to even give a good opinion on who who might be MVP.
1: Yeah, the only other person I could think of that might have a shot would be Pujols in his first season over, but you never know.
0: Well, I'm I'm wondering. It wouldn't surprise me to see him and both have a little bit of struggle just like ugly did when he came to the braves you know new new city new club you know all the pressure all the money and you know i'm wondering i don't know i'm just just not a big fan of either one of those two deals i think especially with Pujols, that was just a ridiculous amount of money and a ridiculous amount of time to, to sign a player
1: Yeah, it was about three years too long, but from what I've heard, uh, Artie Moreno did not want to get stuck in a situation where he kept trying to get free agents, and they all kept turning him down, Uh because, I mean, he he went hard after Carl Crawford last year, and he hasn't ever been able to get a good, big free agent there, and... What he doesn't want is for a good owner to go into the Dodgers and for the Dodgers to recapture that Hispanic market that is so huge in L.A. because the Dodgers have always done well in the Hispanic market where the Angels never really have. And so that's why he wanted that big-name Hispanic star. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like uh, Seattle. I mean, the main reason Seattle got Ichiro is – well, we, their owners, Nintendo, and so that were, they were able to market him overseas. Already Moreno wants to market hardcore and get that Hispanic market and increases uh, attendance and increases television ratings locally.
0: That's the same reason the moderns were going after him so hard. And-
1: yeah. I mean, there, I mean, the whole big thing now, I hate to say it, it's not about necessarily attendance, but at, we can witness what we saw with Texas when... And also the Dodgers with the McCourt thing when McCourt was trying to set up his when they were trying to set up their own Fox Sports Net. I mean, as Braves fans, I mean we've got Peachtree, uh, which are all broadcast either on FS South or FS Tennessee, depending on where you're at. So we we have that same effect. It's all about building your own regional network. Which of course, when I should say, we had it with TBS for how long? How many fans, are nationwide fans, are Braves fans? Yeah, and Cubs fans is because of that national market draw in that regional, and so that's, it's all about getting that money there. Yeah, uh, Moving on, moving on. We're going to jump actually over to the Cy Young. Uh, national League side, who do you think it could win it, and who do you think is going to be a contender?
0: Uh, national League. Man, I'd really like to see Hudson come back from Braves, and out year know, he... I mean, he's, I think he's been close the past couple of years, and he had. He's coming off back surgery, and he's. He's been saying that coming off the back surgery, this is the best he's felt in four or five years, and if that equates to him pitching even better, he has in the past four or five years. I I don't see how he couldn't be.
1: Yeah, one thing that definitely helps him is that, uh, as we witnessed with. Uh, the winning of the cy young a couple of years ago by the great pitcher in seattle it's not necessarily about your counting stats anymore it's about how great and effective you are yeah. because i mean he's going to be out the first month yeah but i think if anybody from the i actually think he'd be the number 2 guy i think hanson actually if hanson get, uh, could actually win it this year because if hanson starts pitching longer i mean it's kind of roy halliday's to lose because yeah. well Halliday is Roy Halliday <laughs> let's be honest he's the he, Doc yeah. yeah. but there's nobody else really I could see being a hardcore contender
0: yeah Hanson I'm I'm really interested we didn't get to see him at spring training I was kind of disappointed he's got a he, he's he been talking a lot about how he's altered his delivery to where he doesn't have the big long pause that he used to have uh, coming, off, coming up because uh, he had I think like 60 stolen bases off of him last season because when he'd go into his windup, he had a big pause and everybody knew how to exploit it. So he's altered his delivery. That is supposedly gone, and uh, he said he's feeling better. So I'm I'm really interested to see how he does.
1: Yeah, two things that would help him is, A, well, I mean, McCann... Is getting his arm a little better because he's, he's steadily increasing. McCann's not that great, but he and Medlin are friends from everything I've ever heard. And with Medlin coming back and being the long man, that's going to help relax him on road trips as well, yep. as well as uh, good as well as Huddy. Yeah, I mean, moving over to the American League, have you seen any of the guys there?
0: Uh, the only person I got to go with there, I got to stay with my hometown hometown guy, David Price on the race. <laughs> He, he's got to. right down the road from us, man. He's hang, He hangs out at the ballpark down here, down the road from us when he's he's not here. The ball and the, the league that we play on. And even all that aside, I mean, he's got great stuff. Um, he, was, he was definitely a contender in it last year, so I'd like to see him get it this year.
1: Kevin Freeman, of subculture would love you right now. Because you know he's a huge Tampa Bay Rays oh, yeah. fan as well. He's a huge Rays fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it could, uh, because I've got Tampa Bay actually making the playoffs, I think he's got a good shot at it. The other name I would, I'm going to tell you to keep an eye out for, Jared Weaver uh, for the Angels. Because I think Anaheim's going to make the playoffs, and I think that they're going to have a lot of press. Because of that, I think Jared Weaver could be your other guy to watch out for there. There's nobody really on the Yankees I think could do it. There's nobody really in the uh Boston area that could do it. I think uh Verlander's gonna make take a step back. I mean, he's that's a ton of pitching he did. He basically pitched an extra five games yeah. this year last year. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound like much, but don't forget, uh, generally those guys who pitch a ton and are the ace of the staff, they don't do well the next year. No, no. Uh moving on, uh We'll do Rookie of the Year. I'm going to go with, the. we're going to go once again with the National League first. I could be a Braves pitcher in that five-slide. Could be a Matt. Because Moore doesn't have rookie eligibility anymore, does he?
0: Please? Matt Moore. Oh, no. My, I
1: don't think. Moore, I don't think, does. I know Beachy doesn't. No. Oh. Maybe Delgado, if he's there in the five slot all year or around?
0: Um, Delgado and Tehran both have not impressed. It. It's spring training anyway. And, again, like I said, it's just spring training. But um, I don't know. Well,
1: yeah, we know it's not going to be the shortstop, whichever one they end up going with. Yeah. I've got on my list, I've got Random Padre. Because they're going to be <laughs> – that sounds that sounds bad, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got like two or three rookies they're going to play this year. So it's like, hey, look, we they're going to be able to put up the counting stats. Nice. And, and, you know, it's the, hey, look, it's the guy with the random counting stats. We'll go with him because he's got – he looks like the best. I think the other alternative could be Anthony Rizzo, the guy that Boston traded to San Diego originally, and then they traded him to the Cubs Yeah. first base. He's in the media market. He'll get a lot of press.
0: Yeah. Right. I, don't I think uh, National League rookie, if, if the Nationals bring up Bryce Harper, like they've been talking, and he performs like everybody expects him to, I think he'd be a, a pretty good candidate for it. So he's yeah,
1: I mean, it's going to be interesting to see when they bring him up, because if they bring him up at the end of April, they push back his arbitration. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, and that's they, they said the owner. They said the owner was really wanting him to be there day one, like Jason Hayward was. Yeah. And then the manager's like, "No, we want to hold him off until then, so we can get him for another year. But yeah, keep money. So
1: yeah, if they bring him up at the end of May, I think they push back his free agency as well. His free agency eligibility. Because he won't have, uh, because the service time accrued. But, the yeah, the big reason, I mean, the GM and everybody said they want, because he didn't have any AAA at bats, and he actually did not have a great spring. But I agree. I think uh, Harper, if he's brought up and he has a good impact, he could be there. Yeah. Uh, looking at the American League, I've got um, the guy that Tampa Bay relied on last year to get him in the playoffs, Matt Moore. Have you seen him? Yeah. Good pick. That oh. I could—I mean—I was looking around at everybody else. I'm like, okay, does anybody else really have any? Could be an, it could be an A, because they get traded a lot of their guys for some people. But it's like, once again, it falls down to the—it's going to be a roll of the dice. On that's the downside of the rookies of the year. Yeah, it's almost like Yahtzee. Yeah.
0: What
1: do you think? It's Like, uh, like hey, look. Yeah.
0: And you know, American League's not. But uh, Cespedes, yeah, I think you know he's a strong player. (laughs) He's got a good good chance. Yeah, I mean, speed and strength.
1: Yeah, but I mean, with rookies of the year, you don't know. I mean, it could be. I mean, like last year, if they had come up a little earlier, the Royals guys could have really hard. I think could have really hardcore contended for that award. But I mean, it's. Just a, it's a crapshoot with rookies of the year because you don't know what guys are going to do when they come up. You don't know when they're going to come up. I mean, two years ago, did we both think that the V award was Jason Hayward's to lose?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and well, last I tell you, in let's see, 2012, 2000 at the end of 2010, seeing Craig Kimbrell, mm-hmm. I never would have a million years predicted him to be what he was in 2011. Mm-hmm. Where we saw him pitch like one or two games in 2010, he was all over the place, uh, worse than all over the place. I mean, you know, two feet behind the batter's box, Just <laughs> everywhere. E- even my then six-year-old son commented, "Where did you know? Where did he learn to pitch?" And then you know, this kid comes back after working with Billy Wagner in the off-season and comes back and you know wins rookie of the year
1: last year. Yeah. And who would have thought he would have won it? No one. And uh, we're going to move on. Comeback player of the year, I mean, National League, it's going to be Buster Posey. Yeah, no
0: doubt.
1: American League, uh, who had a major injury uh, I don't know, who had a major injury last year? Yeah. Eh. Mm-hmm. Eh. Uh, if he actually can come back, I'd say Justin Morneau. No. Yeah. But he's still suffering concussion effects bad, even two years later. Uh, uh, Kendry Morales, I think, could also win that award. The guy uh, yeah, who blew his knee out in a celebration a couple of years ago for Anaheim.
0: Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was,
1: yeah, that was bad. I think he's probably going to be there. Okay, we're going to move on to the wonderful playoff predictions. Yay, playoffs. Who do you have getting in? Remember, you got to pick two wild cards.
0: Uh, man, that's a whole other discussion. We could go for days about that. I cannot stand.
1: This. Okay, we'll do that after we pick the NL teams. <laughs> All
0: right, so you want to go National League first?
1: We'll go National League. Who you got?
0: National League, uh, wild cards, I'm going to go Marlins and the Braves.
1: Okay, who do you have got winning the three divisions?
0: Uh, National League would be Phillies, in the East, Reds in the Central, and in the West. Who in the West? D-backs.
1: No, D-backs, yeah. You and I are almost exactly the same, except I have the Braves winning the division, and I've got the Marlins making the wild card as a result because I had the Phillies not making the playoffs, and I have San Francisco uh, Actually, in that
0: slot, I almost went with San Francisco. I'm I'm 50 50 on them. I know Posey's back, and that's going to be a, a big plus. But I know that Lincecum's had a few issues, and uh, Wilson had back problems, so either away on them. But I could very easily see them making it.
1: Yeah, I uh, also Matt Kane's in a contract year, and I think he's going to make a big push to get them to resign him there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the Marlins are going to make the wild card only because the NL Central is so pathetically weak. I think it's actually going to come down to Miami versus uh, Milwaukee for the division. I think St. Louis, I think, is going to fall off a cliff. Well, I hope they fall off a cliff. I hate I've, I hate St. Louis. I grew up in an area that's nothing but Cardinals fans. Uh Uh, Because they're relying on Lance Berkman to have another good year, and they're relying on Carlos Beltran, and I've I've watched a lot of Beltran. No. No. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go with the American League first here. Uh, My two wild cards are going to be actually Boston and Texas. And winning the divisions, I've got Tampa Bay, Detroit, and Anaheim.
0: Again, we're i I set my notes down in a second. Lefty sitting right here. Pretty similar on that for me as well. On the wild card, I had the Rays and the Red Sox, and then the Yankees, the Tigers, and the-
1: yeah. I think the Yankees are due for a fall off this year. That's the main reason I didn't go with them. Um who do you ha who do you think's gonna w- come out of the national league? What team do you think's gonna make the pl- gonna make the World Series out of the National League?
0: Well, you know, I've gotta say the Braves, but <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see the Braves just yeah. I don't know. Just because of everything that's going on with Troopers last year and everything. But I could uh I don't know.
1: After the Braves, who do you think's gonna be the team?
0: I, I could see the Reds making a big push for I
1: think it's gonna be the D backs coming out. Uh, the alternative, I think, could be San Francisco or Cincy. If it, San Francisco's pitching could get them out because they've got that one-two with Lincecum and Kane, but and but Cincy's got a great offense. Yeah. Mm. Who do you think is going to come out of the American League?
0: I don't know. I, I think the Rays, man. I, even though I put them down for a wild card, I think it's either gonna be the Rays or I think the Tigers with the, the added punch of Prince Fielder in there. Um, I mean could could make a really big difference for them too.
1: Yeah, but come on man. That that defense is worse than the Braves was in two two years ago. I mean Brooke, I mean he makes Brooks Conrad look like a gold glover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's it's gonna be bad. <clears throat> bad. But uh, yeah, I think uh, coming out, I think it's going to be. I agree with you. I think it's going to be Tampa Bay. That pitching and a short and a short series will definitely take them off. And because I think they're going to win the division, and because I think Boston and Anaheim are going to get the wild cards, that's why I think uh, they're going to not they're going to be able to avoid all that. So that's why I have them winning that. But of course, of course, what uh, we're going to do the surprise teams. Actually, now, We'll skip. We'll skip to the wild card. I mean, you you don't like the wild card, I take it. The new wild card.
0: Nah, I, it's just too rushed. I mean, Sillig was like, you know, hey, we're gonna have two teams, and you know, we got to get it in there, and it's gonna be one game, and I don't, it just, I don't know, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, it's 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 all for the money, it seems like, you know, and just the the idea of a a one game sudden death playoff, you know. Between the the next two teams, the wild card one team kind of made sense, you know, especially when you're looking at three divisions in each each you know each league. You can see why they had the wild card, but having two come in, I it just I don't know, doesn't make much sense to me.
1: Yeah, it's I mean they want something to sell for that Thursday because especially because they saw the Braves and. Cardinals and Mont and uh, the Rays and the Red Sox how that last couple of days came down and they want to do oh, yeah. something the only thing I'm thinking of is that that's got a stink for the team that's got to then play Wednesday travel to the place on Thursday play Thursday night and then travel again to play Friday night because unless they put that unless they run two games on Friday when they've always run three they're gonna to have to put Somebody They're going to have to put somebody off. I mean, unless baseball wants to do a two-game on Friday, which they've never done. They've always decided to run three. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how long it takes them to go to three on that. Because they're going to go to best of three in that.
0: That's what, yeah. what it should be.
1: You know they will. They're going to go to best of three for that, and then we'll go keep the... And then go best of five, keep it a best of five for the walk for the next round, and then best of seven, best of seven. But yeah, which means the playoffs will end sometime in the first of no first week of November. Yay! Yay! Okay, we're gonna go with surprise teams. Now the the key part of surprise is that they are gonna be better than everybody expects.
0: Okay. Uh um, up a bit. Yeah,
1: I can't hear Okay. Uh, the, Part about surprise teams is that they don't have to make the playoffs; they simply have to do better than what other people are predicting them to do. A team that everybody's saying, "Oh, they're going to win 60 games, or 65 games, 70 games," but you think, "No, I think that team could go 80. Win 80, win 80." I mean, that's kind of um, what team do you think out of or teams out of the nationally do you think are going to do better than most people are expecting?
0: I didn't catch much of that. You were breaking up. on Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. In and out. So. I all right. hear well, like
1: the that, I don't think. All right, I'll repeat it one more time. Uh, the key part of the surprise team is that it's yeah. a team that everybody's saying it's going to win 65, maybe 70 games. They're going to be at the very bottom of the. They're going to. They're going to stink. But you look at me, you go, No, I think that team could win 80. I don't know. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think that team could win 80 games or 85 games. Not make, but do better than everybody expects with a couple of breaks. Yeah. Who do you think out of the National League is gonna be that team or teams?
0: I think the National League. I think the, the surprise team. It's it's gonna it's a toss up for me. I think the the Nationals again. I think they could be the surprise team with Strasburg back. Uh, with you know, even though like you said, they are building towards 2013. I think with Strasburg back and with them, you know, if they bring Bryce Harper up and they 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 get this line up stronger, I think they could come out and have a surge toward the end of the season and come back and and pick up you know those 85, 90 win win season.
1: Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with you on Washington. My only two, con- my only big concern with that is. Strasburg is only going to pitch what 150 innings, and then they're going to shut him down no matter what.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I still kind of question that decision. So we'll see.
1: No, they don't want to. Ri- yeah, they just don't want to risk anything. And it did work for Matty Latos. when the Padres a couple of years ago. They shut him down at 160 innings, didn't let him pitch again, and he still and he performed great last year. And they they did trade him, mind you, but he did perform very well. A team that I that I'm going to say could also do well is going to be the Pirates. Until they played that series against the Braves and let's be honest, they got jobbed in that game, in that extra inning game against us. (laughs) They got jobbed pretty hard. They were doing great uh, especially with uh, crap, what's his name, the pitcher that they got from the Yankees. The one who broke his face with a a bunt.
0: Hey, see if you want to try calling me back? Cause like uh, I'm, I'm losing everything you're saying now.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, hold on, say. Did uh, who was the picture on? The- yeah. Um, let me just pause this recording real quick. Here we go again. Not now. No. Okay.
0: The uh, pie. Pirate- still kind of spotty.
1: Yeah, I think that mm, could be somebody. Let me check one little box here. And clear that out. Type. Yeah, yeah, I love Skype. How about this? Is this hey, better?
0: Hey, i hear here
1: now. Yeah. Yeah. I just I moved my uh, laptop about four feet over to the left.
0: That's that works for me usually. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, hey, the, the the Wi-Fi signal sucks. Let me move four feet over so it to yep. get get the out of the way of the bookcase. Yeah. Um, what I was talking about with Pittsburgh. I mean, let's be honest. They got kind of jobbed against us in that extra inning game. Yeah. I think that uh, especially when they get that beautiful picture from New York back that they traded uh ah oh, crap, what's his name? The one who broke his face with a bunt.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man.
1: Um uh oh, crap, hold on. That's that's going to bug me. Uh let's see. I know somebody I know Ian Levenstein right now is going. It's blank. It's <laughs>
0: blank.
1: It's blank and blank would be AJ Burnett. Yeah, uh, he's due back around the All-Star break. That division's going to be weak. Uh, doesn't have a lot of hitting because I mean, well, they've got the Astros. They've got yeah. uh, Milwaukee's going to have. It's going to be okay, but not great. Yeah. The Cubs are going to be pathetically weak. That team's gonna, the Reds are going to be okay. I think. Pittsburgh is going to make a good push. Um, oh, yeah.
0: It, it's Pittsburgh, it's the Pirates of the Reds that's going to be there.
1: Yeah, but I think Cintiq is going, to, is going to win around 94 games. I think the Pirates are going to win around 83, 84. I think they're going to do better, but and then they're going to push to next year. Uh, but, yeah, that I don't really see any other team being better than anybody expects out of the National League. Because, I mean, the Marlins generally are expected to do okay, maybe contend for the wild card. The Central's the Central. The West is the West. And it sounds bad saying that, but the teams are who they who they are. I mean, yeah. I don't see any big surprises. Because no. I don't see them. Nobody's making any big trades right now. So, you yeah. know, because, I mean, the only surprise team, other surprise team it could be would be the Mets. And let's be honest it's not going to be the Mets. No. <laughs> it's
0: not going to be the they Mets. They actually they actually decreased their infield, their outfield this year. Like they added some seats and part of their outfield is now shallower. So,
1: yeah, that that stadium still doesn't carry though. And it's still a City Field is, still doesn't carry. You no. Know, and they they don't have anybody with that kind of power either. Yeah. Yeah. Um looking at the American League, I think it's going to be the Royals or the Orioles. It could be surprise teams.
0: I agree with you on the Royals. I, I think they had a they had a really good year last year, and I, my my son was a big Vancouver fan, and you know seeing yeah. him go to the Royals and do so good was just it was really exciting. Seeing him pulling off some of the stuff he did last year, so
1: yeah, I, I love Jeff, but Jeff suffers from what a friend of mine and I call Latino batter disease. You don't walk off the islands, as oh. they, they all said. Jeff swung at everything. Oh, his yes, he did. He did, yeah. He's,
0: he's out, his, his fielding is, is much better than his hitting, so.
1: Oh, he hit two eighty five last year, which is a lot higher than you'd expect, yeah. but his advanced metrics, and I'm an advanced metrics guy, I mean, for a lot of my stuff, his advanced metrics were, like, out of whack. And I don't know if he'll keep it up, but they've still got some great a couple guys who were rooks last year that'll keep performing. They've got another couple guys that are supposed to come up this year, and that pitching the pitching staff's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, uh, but I've watched some Orioles, and because I, uh, honestly, because I expect the Yankees to not do as well this year, and a couple, and the way the Orioles schedule is going to fall, I think the, and I think they're going to get maybe eighty wins, eighty five. Never know, they could crater. That's the downside of the surprise you think. gonna go with the next that next one that I always call the I do not see why everybody is expecting this team to do well because of X reason or I just don't see it. Yeah. Give you an example of that if you if you' all noticed when I picked my playoffs, I left the Yankees out because I just don't see it. I think they've got one pitcher. And one pitcher only. Admittedly, he's a great pitcher, but CC Sabathia is it. I don't trust Phil Hughes. Michael Pineda is young. And I know Chris Campbell is screaming at me right now. But he's young. Their, pit, their hitting is not that great. I mean, Cano was the second best second baseman in the league, but I know. He's not as good as that. Jeter's going to go down. Deshera. Uh, he's, too, he's a 250 hitter He's Yes, he's got power But he's not that great of a hitter And A-Rod is not that great And their outfield is pathetic Yeah, they have Granderson Yeah, Granderson had a season That, I, that I, other people would call A Brady-Anderson year Did you, you know about those?
0: No, no.
1: Brady-Anderson year uh, When he hit nothing When it most I think he hit like 18 or 19 homers And then he had that one season Where he popped up to 50 And then fell right back down
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Also, the beloved Braves catcher in the uh, 90s, Javi Lopez, when he had that one season where he had, like, in the mid-40s of homers, and then he dropped back down to 20s.
0: Yep.
1: Kind of suspicious. Just a little yeah. suspicious.
0: Yeah. Especially that <laughs> but now, time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying he was doing steroids. I'm For liability reasons, I'm not saying he did steroids, but we suspect. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: But no, I just don't see it with their pitching. Yeah, the Yankees could go out there and buy some guys, but there's not a lot of guys available on the trade market. So I, I think the Yankees are going to crater this year. Crater bomb is exactly what we called it. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is going to be your crater bomb in the in the American League?
0: Uh, in the American League, well, you just about talked me in, into the Yankees right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm just wondering if um, I'm wondering what the Rangers are going to do you know, they, they picked up Darvish and, you know, they spent their money on him and you know, they've had two two great seasons coming back to back and I'm just wondering how long it's gonna continue. I wonder if they're gonna be able to keep up the, the momentum and, and keep building or if they're gonna have a crater bomb year as you as you put it.
1: Yeah, I kinda of, the interesting thing about the uh Texas is that their hitting is still going to be okay, even though Michael Young is the one guy on their offense that does worry me. Well, actually, I have to say two people do, uh, not just him, but their wonderful second, their center fielder, who Josh is a great guy, but he's been he's a little injury prone, so you never know what he's going to do. That's the one I would have to worry about is Texas. I think they're still going to make the playoffs, but that's one I wouldn't worry about them is uh, they they don't have a lot of depth, this is basically it. And that's the key to the uh, doing well. Good old National League, the team that everybody's expecting that I think will have a crater bomb year. I think it's going to be the Phillies.
0: Uh, that's who I originally had down.
1: <laughs> yeah, the only other team I could see even coming close to that would be San Francisco, uh, I mean, sorry, it would be St. Louis because Carpenter is coming back, but he's also been injured some. And they've also, uh, Wainwright's going to be the first year coming off of the uh, Tommy John surgery. Yes, Jamie Garcia's been good the last two years, but and they've got a great prospect that I've seen pitched down here at AAA in Memphis who's very good. But when you're relying on Lance Berkman, Carlos Beltran, and Matt Holliday, for your offense, mm-hmm. and Berkman did not do well his last two years and uh, when he played for the Astros and then the Yankees, he, but I mean, we've talked about the Phillies ad nauseum, I mean, come on. They've got a lot of injuries, they're old, they have one pitching staff injury, and they're they're screwed.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Admittedly, their top three pitchers are great. Yeah. Cole Hamels is in the contract year. He wants to get paid. Yeah. Lee is a great pitcher. He doesn't care. Roy Holiday is insane and doesn't care. But that said, that offense is they're they're gonna. It's it's kind of funny to say the Phillies are gonna struggle to score runs, isn't it?
0: Yeah. But I, that's, <laughs> that's the same reason I didn't you know I didn't pick them too high up before is because you know the the pitching is there, but I just don't I don't see it on the hitting side.
1: Yeah I mean, and that contract for Howard is such an albatross for them. Yeah. if they have another 3 4 years on that thing. Oh. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, I think the Phillies or my may, maybe the Marlins are going to crater bomb. It depends on how
0: Marlins is my pick. Ding ding ding.
1: Oh, yeah. The Marlins right. get create a problem because, I mean, they're relying on a shortstop. Come on, he's injury-prone, and he's a he, speed guy.
0: Oh, so injury-prone. When 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 they when he was shopping around for the money they were talking, I was like, really? I said, did they not see how many games he was? He did not play last year? Uh, yes, he's fast. He's, he's incredibly fast. And, yes, he, he led the league in, you know, so many things last year. But... I don't it just seems like one of those fluke you know, fluke years he could have been you know, like you said, coming up on a contract year and knew that he was gonna be shopped around and I just that and the combination of the new stadium and new everything else, I'm I'm really wondering it's they're either gonna go one of two ways. They're either gonna go really high or they're gonna go really low.
1: Yeah, and that's the fun part about picking a crater bomb team is that you can go, Oh, Oh, I was wrong. I was really wrong. Or, oh, I was right!
0: Yay! <laughs>
1: yeah, because um, uh, Henley Ramirez—he's saying all the right things, but he's probably yeah, he's not happy about having to be moved.
0: No, no. I mean, you saw what he did last year, and you know. I, yeah. I, nah, I, I definitely think he's say one thing and do another.
1: Yeah. Lo- Logan Morrison is not that happy about. All the crap with him, although Ozzie Guillen and him are getting along because Ozzy actually cares about, actually kind of likes him doing all the uh, stuff he's doing. Yeah. With, uh, but I mean, I'm looking at their spring training and it's like you don't really have a great deal where people really want to come.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I mean, yeah, they've got they got Jose Reyes. I mean, as we were talking about, but come on, Reyes is he's. What's the old... He is... What does he turn this year? He turn, He's 28 this year. He turns 29. Yep. Yep. Ah, yeah. That they don't have the, a... They don't have a great offense. They've no. got... And they've got a couple of good pitchers, but...
0: Yeah, going to be better going with the, the starting pitcher instead of somebody like Heath Bell. I think they should have gone with the front end instead of the, the closer.
1: Yeah. No, uh, well, they didn't really have much of a catcher last year, but I mean... Yes. Uh, they got Carlos Zambrano... Yeah, I think
0: you did. <laughs> my favorite, my, fa- the, my favorite thing about them getting Zambrano is that it just means that we'll get to see him and Chipper more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he, you saw that game last year. That was it was completely insane.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I've Zambrano's insane. He's nuts. Yeah, because I mean they try to get CJ Wilson, but Wilson's like no. They try to get, I'm, but they're glad they didn't get Ryan Mattson, I know, because he's out for the season. But they, I mean, I should say they do have two good pitchers. I mean, they've got, they've actually got three. I mean, they've got Josh Johnson, who I never want to see that man pitch a day. In, I don't ever want to see him against the Braves because he always beats us. Mark Burley, who's a good innings eater, and Ricky Nalasco. Yeah. That said, I mean, I'm looking at their infield. Uh, Emilio Bonifacio, a little overrated, not that bad, but Hanley's not going to be happy about moving to third, and he actually has not had a good couple of years. Jose Reyes, who we've mentioned, uh, they're outfield. Um, Chris Coughlin is serviceable, and Logan Morrison is serviceable. But didn't they used to have – whatever happened to Mike Stanton? Didn't he used to be there? Yeah. The other Mike Stanton? like I like to call him the other Mike Stanton?
0: I'm
1: looking on here. I just... Oh, he's not... Okay, I see. It's Giancarlo Cruz Michael Stanton. Okay, I see. Him. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, still... yeah,
0: yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I forgot he was Hispanic. It, yeah. Because I'm so used to seeing him as Mike Stanton, not Giancarlo Stanton. He's yeah. he's good. Okay. But, yeah, they could crater. But, yeah, crater bomb, as I like to call it. Yeah, but it's going to be a good, interesting baseball season this upcoming year. The Braves are going to be decent. The TV is going to be good to watch. Look at the upside. ESPN is going to have a good lineup of teams and broadcasting. Um, Do you get extra innings or anything like that on MLB TV?
0: No, just because since we're in market here, for the Braves, you know, we get all their games anyway. It, we were—I was really pushing my wife to try to get MLB TV at the beginning of spring training because they broadcast like 15 or 20 of the Braves spring training games. But just—it's—we already get most of the games anyway. So.
1: Yeah, I signed it. Yeah, one thing that stinks is that if you try and watch it at home, uh, if you try and watch it through the app, you can't yeah. get it. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, I've got the app, and I've had it the last couple of years, and one thing that stinks is that you cannot get Sunday night games. You cannot get, uh, in this market, we're Reds, Cardinals, yeah. and Braves. That's what we're we Yeah, it's like, why are, it's like, I can understand where you're at and getting the Reds, but I think, honestly, they should move the Reds to the Indians, But even though I know there's a lot of Reds fans there, but or move the Cardinals to the Indians. It's like, why am I stuck with, the Reds. I'd prefer give me an AL team. Yeah, like why am I got two, three National League teams? But yeah, which is okay because it means I don't, I don't like the Cardinals and I don't like the Reds, so I don't mind missing their games. When I'm at work and I miss the Braves games, I get a little cranky.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm always trying to figure out a way to listen to them or, or catch them when I'm at work.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, is there any? Are there awards, anything that you think might be coming out this year that you want to make a prediction on?
0: I don't, I, I'm really looking for, for Medlin in the Braves, for him to uh, – they're talking about starting him out in the bullpen, and I understand why they're doing that, but I don't know. I'm, I'm really looking for him to have a breakout year. I'd like to see him come back and come back strong because, I mean, he's just a he's, – he's a really great guy, really good pitcher, had a had a great year until he was sidelined with the, the Tommy John surgery. And, you know, in his, what, I think, one appearance last year, high-pressure situation came in, cleaned it up, and uh, I'm like come back strong this year.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I had to cough. Uh, uh, the only other thing this year that I think I want to try and make a prediction on or think about... Guy I'm looking I really would like him to have a great season come back Hayward because everything I've heard is he's a great guy yeah. and he's getting a little frustrated but I would like him to figure it out and I also want Chipper to come back and have a decent season. I mean, he's not he's going to be out for a while cuz I think he just got his knee scoped.
0: Yep, yeah, had it. Yeah, well, they're saying he's going to be back in beginning of April. Like he could be playing like warming up next week, so
1: I hope he doesn't, just because I want it, because I don't want him to chance getting injured. This is one, this is one reason I wish his career would be a little. I wish it, almost wish they had had the DH in the National League, because I think Chippers counting stats would be a lot higher. Yeah, yeah, but that's it is what it is. All yeah. right, uh, yeah. Oh, you were gonna say something?
0: Yeah, I'd like to see him go out on go on a high note. He was the. We were down there for spring training, and the day he had his press conference, my wife decided to go to that game while we went to Disney, and that's, like, her favorite player. So it was just like she was she was all up in arms. We were on our way. I was on the way to drop her off at the ballpark, and I got a notice on my phone. It said Chipper Jones announces her retirement. Probably could have seen her head go through the roof of the car. on the way to the ballpark, but... Uh, yeah. I'm glad he announced it when he did, to where he can he can kind of go out like Bobby Cox did, to where everybody knows to have time to prepare for it, and I hope he goes out on a high note though.
1: I hope yeah, I'll it be, year,
0: and I hope the team has a good year.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun to watch his reception in uh, Philly and New York, especially for those last couple of games. Yeah. I hope he beats them, and I hope they cheer him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and sign off on this side of it. Uh, Coming up after me and uh, Duncan is going to be the WWE WrestleMania preview, but that's going to be in momentarily. But first we're going to have Duncan. You got anything to pimp, Duncan?
0: Uh, No, just uh, superheroes-r-us.com, the semi-frequently updated site that I do when I have a chance. It's pretty much me, myself, and I on that site most of the time. You know, if anybody ever wants to contribute anything, feel free, send me an email, use the contact form on the site, um, you know, and then the guys at PKD Media and Action Lab, you know, both both great guys, so check them out, too.
1: Yeah, you're a dad, and that's one thing. I mean, uh, Martheus and I coming back this past week from the LexingtonCon we're talking about, is that once you have a kid, you want to spend all your, you just want to spend a lot of time with your kids. So, if you do something like drawing, especially or comics, websites and stuff, especially oh, yeah. is the yeah. second half of your job. It's not your main job; it's your sideline.
0: Oh yeah. It well, it's just like you told me. You know about Skype. I was like, oh, I don't have it at home. I mean, once I come home, I'm, you know, I'm I'm pretty yeah. much done for the day. I don't get on the computer and you know, after spending my time on it all day at work. So when I come home, we do. Baseball and homework and bedtime and and you know that's
1: that's it and you're exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I mean I when I my job just changed up. I used to work four hour shifts. Uh, now it's I work two hour shifts at the store and then I come home and but um, I work another two days a week, three days a week, whatever I want. I work out of the house because I finally let them promote me to a service manager job and I didn't want it. I kept fighting it for years. I get no, you're taking it. Finally, I was like. How much okay. more are you going to get? It's like, how much are you going to give me more? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, and I don't have to work as hard? Okay. All right. And work from uh, home. Yes. Yeah, yeah, working from home makes it its fun. All right. right. I'm. And there's going to be, yeah, for all of those of you listening, there's going to be a pause for about five seconds or so. That's me hitting the stop here, and that's going to be the lead-in for me and Dean once I find that button. core this call. No, do not update. Okay, if y'all are hearing this, which I believe everybody is, uh, we had a little technical difficulties, and the wonderful recording system lost the previous recording. So we're gonna start right back over. Woo! It's yay! It's myself and Dean Stahl again, talking Hello. about yes, talking about WrestleMania live at the Armory. Uh, yeah it's even less fun the second time i said it or at your name here in miami (laughs) and well we were talking a little bit about the build-up and as everybody knows the big match that's in all the television good old rock and cena yeah buddy yeah you were talking about i mean i wish y'all had heard it because it was actually fun uh a lot of it's the same kind of stuff that they had before.
2: A little bit. I, it, it doesn't feel like it's been built well upon, even though they've had a year to do it. I had said before that I think this is, that a lot of this has just been sort of a, a soft build-up to tell the audience, The Rock is not going to win this, and here's why. Yeah, they want us to accept that Cena's going to go over big in both the the promos and the match itself.
1: Yeah, that last promo where on Monday night when he said, "I need this, I have to win," because I always overcome, which is kind of which I think was actually good for. Cena because, I mean, that actually sets him up a little bit of, of a heel because I think they finally realized, we're not going to get a 50-50 crowd. Let's get a lot of fans to hate Cena because, I mean, that is his gimmick is that he always overcomes. Right. And that pisses people off. And he,
2: he and Rock is just talking about, well, I need to beat you because I've beaten all the other major icons in wrestling's past.
1: Yeah. and man, How many times, I was like, he Yeah. It's The build-up's not been that great. I mean, looking at the card, I mean, we were talking about the Jericho-Punk match and why it's going to be the opener, because, I mean, I was like, last year, It should the opener should have been Sheamus versus Bryan for the U.S. title, but they wanted to give Rock an extra 10 minutes. They had that a horrible American Idol backstage. But... And yeah, you've got Jericho and Punk leading off in...
2: Is that definitively what's going to open it? Why couldn't it be Sheamus and
1: Bryan opening this year? I think you want a good hot crowd to start, and I think your best chance of getting a good hot crowd to start is going to be this match. I mean, unless you put this... I mean, the last two matches are likely going to... I mean, the last match is going to be Roxena. The next match is probably going to be what? Triple H H Undertaker, yeah. Yeah, so you can't have a hot match before those two matches, otherwise the crowd's going to be shot.
2: Well, the, okay, you could probably do the the twelve man before those two. Oh, they need to get that shit out of the way early. See that? I think that should be the opener, or or have Sheamus and Brian or the the Divas tag match. I mean, I yes, I know it's quote unquote the piss break,
1: but come on, really. Dude, you're going to have an hour worth of piss break in this thing anyway because you're going to have – I mean, I'm looking at the card. You've got eight matches. Cena Rock alone is going to have 20 minutes of video.
2: Yeah. I just have have never agreed that an audience should start out hot. I think it should build up hot. That way they don't wear out so quickly because the more you can build their interest rather than saying, here's something great and then here's something okay. It's going to just dip too much. It should be something that goes okay to great, and then to okay to another great. But that's just yeah. my thinking. I know. Yeah. The
1: only. Wrong. Yeah. The only other way I can the yeah. o- the main other reason I would agree with you on that is the pay per view starts at an hour early. Yes, yeah,
2: 7 p.m.
1: So if you're going to have, in- I mean, last year of course they had Edge and Del Rio open because they a they had the prop they had to do. Yeah. And. That match was going to be short anyway. Right. Because of it. I mean, I still contend they knew Edge's back was screwed up because he retired the next night.
2: I, I guess. Maybe they had some forewarning. I don't know. But it, it only they know for sure. We, we're only just yeah. living with the results.
1: Yeah. And he didn't take any major bumps in that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, Jericho Punk, it's been an interesting build. I mean, let's be honest, this match should have been – they should have had this match announced, what, two months ago coming out of the Rumble? Yeah,
2: I was so excited for it when they first started building toward it because I knew I, – I had it locked down that these guys were going to just deliver just the amazing build up. They were going to trash talk each other like crazy, but it's been given no time whatsoever. I can only hope that this is like stage one. But it doesn't really seem that way because it's, it's only saying that, once again, WrestleMania is not the point where stories wrap up for the year.
1: Extreme Rules is where everything wraps up.
2: Which – that's, that's totally lame. That's a lame pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, but we'll talk about that in just a second. But it's been fun watching Jericho. I've actually enjoyed watching Jericho troll everybody, especially, especially Punk. Because, I mean, he's like, like, I will not want to talk about your dad. But your mom? <laughs> it's like, what? Really? You gonna pull up his grandmother next? You gonna talk about his aunt Ruth? It's fun. It's been kind of funny because a couple of weeks ago I was pulling up old Jericho promos, especially when he came back in '07, when he was just basically doing y 2 J again. Yeah. And my wife was laughing her ass off of him, making fun of White of a uh, Orton and making fun of Santino and making fun of everybody. She was just laughing her ass off at him. <laughs> That's kind of the Jericho. I I miss face Healy face Jericho. I don't like I don't like heel Jericho as much as I like facey heel Jericho.
2: I guess it depends on the way he is heel. Cause like beforehand, when when he was like just be just before the last time he left, I thought he was doing really well with it. Where he was wearing the business suit, and he was he was running down everybody in in the best way possible. He even got into yeah. Michael Cole's face with the the Raw GM thing.
1: Yeah, Oh, that, yeah, that was great when he said, we
2: all know what he's going to say. We know you have an email. Just read it, monkey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is something you wanted somebody to say. Exactly. He was speaking of the fans, but the only reason I think he was even – the only reason he was a face was because the Nexus was going after yeah, him. Yeah,
2: exactly. I mean, every, every alignment change is, a, is just because of who you're going against. Everybody kind of acts the same way. It's just who you're going against that makes people interested or or disinterested
1: in you. Yeah, Jericho is chaotic.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly. He's out for himself, and that's it.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, no matter when they have this, I mean, let's be – I think Jericho is going to win no matter what.
2: I I think so, too. He'll probably carry the belt for a
1: pay-per-view and then give it back to Punk. Yeah, I think I think Punk wins the next match. You know where it is, right? Chicago. Yeah. Rosemont. Well, yeah. Here's
2: the problem, though. WWE lately has had this running streak of guys who are going for you know big events in their hometown. They lose. With one exception, Punk.
1: Yes. Yeah,
2: I could I could probably see it. I I just don't know. I I feel like past results are going to predict future results.
1: Yeah, the only thing I can say to that is going to be, I mean, what's the pay per view after that? And is that no way out? I don't think they even do that, that one anymore. They re well, they renamed oh,
2: everything. Yeah, because they, they they dropped the ladder again. in the bu- ladder or the money in the bank ladder match, money in the, bank. the the pay per view is no longer that pay per view. Um,
1: yeah, it's it's over the limit.
2: Oh, that one's back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, AKA. The I Quit pay per view. Maybe it'll be a Punjabi prison match. <laughs> Fuck you! I saw that match on, on YouTube, and I and I wanted my money back. I saw that thing for free, and I wanted my money back. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. Because it's no way out. Then Money in the Bank again, and then it's SummerSlam. So unless they're going to build a SummerSlam. Uh, Extreme Rules. Let's, that'll probably be what a Last Man Standing match. Um, could be. I, I don't.
2: I guess that would probably be more the way they would go rather than something like an Iron Man or or a submission match because they both have submission maneuvers they could use.
1: Yeah, I could see them doing a uh, Iron Man match because looking at all the potential feuds going on right now, they're going to need to kill about 45 minutes at the next pay per view. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's going to be in Rosemont, and that crowd is going to be hot for uh, yep. Punk. It's funny. He's one of the few guys that wouldn't – he's in his hometown, other than the Canadian guys, that the fans just love. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan, they don't give a shit about him on the in the uh, Washington scene as not liked in his hometown. But Phoenix is kind of liked in – Buffalo, but yeah, most of these guys don't have a. We know you're from here. Yeah. All right, we've covered the wonderful Jericho punkness. Yay! Mm-hmm. Next big title match: Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus. This has not been I, the up has been okay. Well, they they have very well set in place what we
2: should expect to happen. AJ is going to interfere somehow play the, the innocent protector who's going to get in Seamus' way and cost him the match.
1: Yeah. I th- yeah, I, I agree. I think Brian's going to go over and then you'll have probably the stipulation where she's banned from ringside at Extreme Rules. Yeah,
2: because all we're really waiting for is when she wakes up and realizes she's being used the way she
1: is. Yeah. Something interesting about this match that I'll bring up in the team... Ta- in the... Teddy versus Johnny match. Uh, I've got an interesting thought on that one. I think that uh, I think it'll be a good wrestling match and I think Daniel Bryan will carry Sheamus Mm -hmm. because Bryan can carry Sheamus to a good match. I mean, the Punk and Sheamus matches are probably going to go, what, you think about 30 minutes? Mm -hmm. Punk Jericho? Yeah. Yeah, Punk Jericho will
2: probably go 30, maybe 45 at the most.
1: Depends on how much time they have to kill. That's the other reason I think that that's the only reason I really think Jericho Punk might be late because they need because if they're running long they can always they can always adjust that Right,
2: match. That's why I'd rather have it set like as like the the 4th to the end, you know, do that one before the 12 man and then do the two big main events. Oh,
1: well, the I think the last one going into the big four is going to be Teddy Shijani. Oh, Maybe, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Uh I mean, it's been interesting to watch the vegan warrior, the vegan champ versus uh, the big palomanes. of mayonnaise.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, you heard that? Uh, that uh, CM Punk has also gone vegan now.
1: He was our, and that's interesting. Yeah,
2: it, that's that's just a recent development in his own personal life. I wonder if it was for the same reasons as as Daniel Bryan, but uh... yeah. I
1: don't know. Could be. Uh, he and Brian are friends right. in real life. Never know. Could also be that... Cause could just da- be... Could well, yeah,
2: because Daniel Bryan said he was doing it because of the, the, the skin abrasions he was getting from grappling. And the only way he found that would clear it up was to stop eating meat.
1: Yeah. And with Pump being of high... And the wrestling style, he works. Yeah. yeah yeah as somebody pointed out, the reason you can tell Jericho is probably going to go over is because he's in tremendous shape every time Jericho gets in uber shape he's about to get a made he's about to get a major push or win yeah. the title yeah then we've got let's talk about the two matches we don't want to see at all <laughs> okay. Kelly Kelly and Maria oh, I broke my rib Manulos – versus Beth Phoenix and Eve.
2: Which is sad, because I want to see Beth Phoenix, I just don't want to see the other three.
1: <laughs> I want to
2: see Beth Phoenix yeah. versus Tamina again. I want to see Beth Phoenix versus Karma. I don't want to see this this tag match of like inconsequential people.
1: Yeah, And Layla is due to debut and get a major push right afterwards. So you're actually going to get that women's wrestling again, because you're going to have Karma once she comes back off bereavement readman leave, and then you'll have Beth, and you'll have Layla and you might even have Natalia. Yeah. yeah. But this match I don't really give a shit, to be I, honest. I don't really either. So we're not even gonna predict this match, but it's gonna probably go what five minutes? More than likely. They don't want to bore the crowd too deeply. Yeah, it's it'll have to be it'll be a transition match. The next match is actually one they've done just I think Probably this, the best build-up to interest me, just in a humorous way, and that's Big Show and Cody.
2: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I don't know how Cody's going to pull it off, but I have a feeling he probably is going to go over just to keep this embarrassment streak on the Big Show
1: going. Yeah, I mean, Show doesn't care. No, I mean, he's getting, he's, his, he's getting his payday, he's old, he, he's he's He fit. likes being the... Uh,
2: he wants to be more of just the, uh, the momentary spectacle piece rather than a continuous roster member he just yeah he wants
1: yeah Mm. go ahead i was actually i was actually (laughs) just rambling so i was just going to take a drink of coffee (laughs) take a drink uh yeah he's actually from what i hear he wants to transition to being the guy who does the pay-per-view he doesn't do house shows but does all the tv stuff because he's getting up there. I mean, he's he's about he's pushing his late thirties. Yeah, and so. as big
2: as he is, he can't he can't really go forever. I mean, he's definitely not Andre size, but still, it's got to wear on him.
1: Yeah, and that's one thing that has helped a guy like Kane is Kane does what Kane's got that nice decent sized build where he can and he's never really been hurt that much. And, but and isn't it
2: mind boggling that Big Show's going on like a seventeen year career now?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he's gone from mullet to shaved to... Buzz cut to... Back... Shaved <laughs> yeah. again, yeah. Oh, that mullet was awesome he used to have. <laughs> WCW, keeping alive that Hades hairstyles in the late... Yes,
2: night. yes indeed.
1: Yeah, the nasty boys helped that. Uh... Taking a
2: pity city, baby.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Ah. Ah, I think I just threw up in my mouth. Um... Yeah, but from what I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing rumors that they want Rhodes to challenge Honky Tonk Man's record and he's over halfway huh. there.
2: That's that's too bad though because I loved when Santino was trying for it and he was making that part of the whole deal where he had the honkometer.
1: meter. Yeah, that was great. And then Honky B. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. My son is a Honky Tonk Man that's fan. That's
2: cool. He's he's actually a good guy.
1: No, he's a Cena fan and a Honky Tonk Man oh, fan. Okay, it's because of the uh, it's because of the All Stars oh. game. He loves the shake, rattle, and roll. Gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, by the time ta- if they did try and get him to take that title, it would probably be around the time of hell of uh, they're they're actually having a second Hell in the Cell. They're moving Hell in the Cell to October, huh. from what I. See. It, they were thinking about well I mean Hell in the Cell is always October so it would be October or November when he would break the record at maybe Survivor okay. Series because he's held the belt a long time yeah but I think Rhodes we both agree Rhodes goes over yeah I, I got that feeling
2: because it's, yeah. it's not like Big Show really cares very much he's just more in it to, to have a good time and he's helping Cody Rhodes out I'm sure because otherwise what else would Rhodes be doing
1: yeah, I mean, for some reason, they were starting that build-up for him and Dustin, but then they aborted the living hell out yeah. of that. I, did, I guess Dustin may have pissed some people off because the women's workers are not doing that great. Huh. He's in charge of the Divas oh, Division. okay. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm just going to jump back real quick. Kelly Kelly and whatever her name is versus the Phoenix and yeah. Eve they're Kelly, Kelly, and Phoenix, are and Kelly, Kelly Manuelos are going to go over. <laughs> you can tell by our conversation how much we can we care. <laughs> yeah, but somebody pointed out, and I was looking around. It's like I can't remember who it was somebody on Bleacher Report. The faces whenever they bring in a celebrity always go true. Over.
2: Yeah, because unless unless Maria Manunos is actually
1: sticking around for
2: any period of time, she's she's going to win and go away.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I think that you might see some interference out of Karma or out of uh, Layla, maybe. We can only. Hope. True, true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's the next big one we've got? Oh, the hey, why are we having this feud? Oh well, we just need to fill time and give Randy Orton something to do because Wade Barrett got broken. Uh, Kane and Orton. Ugh. I, yeah.
2: I used I used I to be a was, Kane fan, but that was like seven years ago, maybe before he dropped the mask.
1: I mean, you didn't like it when he went when he you didn't like his movie either. I've never seen it. I have it on my TiVo, but
2: I'm I'm too afraid to watch it because I know it's going to be crap.
1: True, true, true. Uh, but it Kane and Orton is this is going to go ten minutes. I think it'll be I think it'll be a better than we expect match because Kane and Orton both can work and they work well together but we don't care. Yeah,
2: I guess that's the only good thing. Kane usually changes his game depending on who he's facing and working with Orton should be okay, but still Orton is pretty boring to watch in in his own right. I just I don't I've not been interested in Randy Orton ever
1: quote Brandon Stroud every time he says his name in a pay-per-view at an interview it's like my name is Randy Orton isn't it <laughs> it's like he's question. do like, you know what my gimmick is I don't know <laughs> they need to turn him
2: back heel yeah he just fits so much better that way he's not a nice guy he just gives that air
1: that he's just a jerk yeah plus they don't have any all their heels keep getting humped. Yeah.
2: yeah they need to shake it up and just yeah. put him back to where being a
1: heel yeah, keep him on SmackDown, but give him another run against Mommy. We'll talk about that when we get to it, because uh, in the post stuff in the uh, post WrestleMania talk, uh, next big match before we hit the big two, Team Teddy, <laughs> Johnny, Team
2: Playa versus Team Laryngitis,
1: <laughs> Clown Shoes versus <laughs> Peanut Head. <laughs> Team Teddy is Zack Ryder, woo, woo, woo. the six-time, six-time world heavyweight champion. Booker T. Because Christian got hurt. No, Christian was on Team Johnny. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, because Ray wasn't ready to come ah. back. That's because Booker t- Booker took a Ray spot, and uh, because they realized that Mark, that if they put Mick Foley in there, he would pull a long walk into the ring.
2: <laughs> we don't have that much time.
1: God, his, when he moved to the ring at uh, Royal Rumble, that was – God, that was slow. And I was like, holy shit, he's fat. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not
2: kept uh, up with himself. And he was no. never all that svelte to begin with.
1: No, but I'm, uh, I'm going to make a big prediction. Mick will be inducted into the Hall of Fame next year.
2: I can see that happening. It looks like it's these
1: guys' time to get inducted. It's in East Rutherford. Ah, okay. It's from New yeah, Jersey. Long and, Island. And he li- Yeah, so it's a natural for him to go in. But going back, uh, we've got team Yeah. Kofi and R Truth. Along with the world's worst worker, the Punjabi prison match creator. The great
2: Because is this an elimination match or is I- this one pinfall? One I think ball. he's going to be the one to lose it for him. Uh,
1: well, Santino's the captain, so... I know. Actually, I yeah, he's the one that makes...
2: I still think it's going to be Kali that costs him the whole thing, even if he even gets into the match. He may just stand on the apron yeah. the whole
1: time. Yeah. He makes the most sense to take it because... I mean, looking at the lineup, but uh, just don't... Yeah,
2: everybody... everybody else can at least move...
1: Yeah, more than three feet. Uh, team Johnny is Mark Henry, who looks to be fully healthy again. Yay. Uh, team Vicky Swagger and Ziggler. Excuse me. I think Ziggler. I think Ziggler gets the pinfall. Yeah, uh, he's been
2: he's been taking some jobs lately, but he's been doing it in in high profile areas. So
1: I think it's probably due for him to get a big win like this. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, who is replacing the Christian, who apparently his that high ankle sprain isn't fully healed. You know, I think if they turn Orton, they should
2: make him tag team with Drew McIntyre, so everyone can go. Who? <laughs> they're not gonna. No, do they're that. not going to.
1: But that's a, well, I
2: know he that's, is so boring. I think
1: Drew. Yeah, my son loves him because he's actually pretty awesome in WWE All Stars because Vince had a lot of. Dealing the creation of that—that's back when he had the chosen one oh, push. Oh God,
2: yeah. How look how that worked
1: for yeah. him. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Then you've got David Otunga as the captain. He'll,
2: he's going to hit somebody with his coffee mug.
1: Mister, full of baby oil. <laughs>
2: yeah. Ooh. God,
1: God. that man is. I was like, my always like, good lord, he's greased up. <laughs> he's a. And.
2: Bottle. No, I was go, gonna go say, he's a bottle of Purell. <laughs>
1: That evaporates, oh, so no. And then you've got the last member, The Miz. I think if there's any way Team Teddy wins, it's because Miz fucks up. Because it's not like he hasn't kept fucking up lately. Yeah, it's been like a public display of his, his personal failures
2: ever since his WrestleMania match last year. Yeah. But. Which is which? Either means a face turn is coming, or he's going to be positioned to be some sort of monster heel against somebody soon. Who?
1: Who is he? I mean, who's he going to feud I with? Right? I have no now? idea.
2: But it's just it's just the way it feels like it's going. You know, they're trying to find somebody they could pit him against, and and with all this losing streak going on, what usually happens? It's an alignment turn.
1: True. Now, I think it'd be good for him to come. I think he and Ziggler fight over who's going to get the pinfall then he gives the skull crushing to Ziggler walks out and either Teddy seems gets the pin or they recover and, and pin see, him. And, or they and reco- see that yeah. just sets him up for a face turn. Yeah. Which I mean I wanted him to do last year. Mm-hmm. In the middle of last year. I think the only problem is it, I think he would be a great I think he'd be a great face because of his mic working, but when you look at the sheer number of faces they have, unless you're going to turn Orton heel, they've got some. They've got a good number of top level faces yeah. right now. And now they could make him go to SmackDown in the, dra- in the draft. See, then I think because I think, Cause I I think if Miz is going to fuck up, it's because he tries to
2: get in to make the save and fall short, or maybe tries to take yeah. the pin for himself and Ziggler gets it just that much quicker than Miz does. It can't be yeah. something where he deliberately walks away and screws, tries to screw the
1: results. But they need to move some guys around on the. Well, the draft uh, is coming up. I'm sure after after this. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, it's supposed to be the uh, April twenty April thirtieth. It's actually going to be after Extreme Rules this year, from what I've seen.
2: So that means they're doing two pay per views this month
1: because Mania is the first. Twenty yeah. ninth. Four weeks. Four weeks. Because this one's on the first. That's day of crazy. The month.
2: That's that's just too much, especially with WWE pulling policy, telling bars that they can't show this stuff anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm,
1: I mean, the next I'm, one is three weeks. That later. sucks.
2: I mean, I'm going to have to watch WrestleMania via streaming
1: because yeah. I can't afford to order it. No. I mean looking at it I mean you've got four weeks until extreme rules three weeks to over the limit uh four weeks to no way out same thing to money in the bank uh, six weeks five weeks to summerSlam then another month until night of champions uh, six week build up looks like to hell in the cell a th- three uh a three week build up to survivor Good series. Lord. From Hell in a Cell, four weeks to TLC, which I will most likely be Oh, wow. At. That's cool. It, it's in Memphis. Nice. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the paying those tickets. <laughs> <Jesus>. I bet. <laughs> Considering what I had to pay for the last one. But it's going to be interesting. Survivor Series is going to be in Charlotte, and Hell in a Cell is going to be in Atlanta. Wow. Night of Champions is going to be in Boston. Yeah, they don't. And but they don't say when a uh, Royal Rumble is, or when uh, no the good old Elimination Chamber are. But I mean, Teddy's probably. I don't know what they're gonna do with Teddy when he after this.
2: Does he go back? Maybe he goes back to being a manager for somebody. I don't know. He could manage Santino and somebody. Truth. Truth. <laughs> yeah, maybe Kofi.
1: <laughs> and the box
2: of spiders team. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 'cause you can. Can you imagine, like, if Truth looks over and looks at Kofi's, uh, was it his logo, and go,
2: "Ah, it's a spider!" Stomp, 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 kicking him in the butt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think, I, I think moving Teddy over to uh, being a manager again would help a lot because he's a, I, think just, he re- I think he could help. I think it could help redo the tactics. Yeah, generation.
2: and he's a great talker. I mean, he, he could take. He could be mouthpieces for guys who can't work well on the mic
1: and help elevate them. <sighs> Which would be Kofi, which would be some of the other guys they've got coming in because they're apparently going to bring in a lot of those FCW guys in the next few weeks.
2: I'm, ex- I'm excited about that, but you know, there's also the shift going on where they're they're re- they're repositioning FCW to somewhere in Stamford. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited because yeah. I want to see Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose come in. Those guys have been looking really good.
1: Yeah. I think it uh plus I think next is going to finally end and and uh so is uh what's the other big oh yeah all star uh, so they'll have to do a new season of next
2: which is always you know who's watching it anyway i mean it's internet only and it's focusing on like the same guys it's almost like it's almost like the george carlin joke about the miss america pageant where they keep people in until they win
1: <laughs> yep Yep, which is always one of the more sad things about when you watched uh, Price is Right. When you're like, "Oh, you're one of the first ones and you didn't go on." <laughs> you're still here from round one, poor guy.
2: <laughs> oh, you can't price out a uh. carton of milk.
1: <laughs> mm, sorry, I had to cough. But I mean, the long—I um, figure this match goes what 15, 20 minutes. And not including entrances, this will be their big time film. Yeah, up.
2: yeah. Just getting everybody out to the ring will fill a good amount of time and then the match itself is just gonna be pretty
1: fast. Yeah. I mean Kali's entrance alone will take three minutes.
2: <laughs> I think they should start with him. <laughs> Either that yeah. or have them all come out in groups. You know, it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna focus on this team aspect, they should come out as a team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh the Okay, we got to cover the last two matches. We don't want to trust us. Neither of us really want to talk about either of these matches. No, not necessarily. But Undertaker and Triple H in a Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Okay. The promo. The this is going to be why I think they might try and have a hot match going into it because that way they can bring the crowd down to go get beer. Uh, because that 's going to be at least what fifteen minutes of video
2: yeah yeah there 's going to be all sorts of build up and recap of everything they 've done over the last four
1: months, yeah, plus they got to be able to the reason that that 's going to be great is because that way they can lower down the hell on the cell, make sure it 's anchored. Yep. And That's why you're also going to have 20 minutes of video afterwards to promote Cena Rock while they lower, while they raise the uh, ring back up. And it's
2: it's WrestleMania and it's The Undertaker, so his entrance alone is going to be probably 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he's walking kind of off slope lately. Yeah, so. I
2: think I think whether he wins or loses, if it's his last, he should be carried out by the Druids.
1: I think he's going to win.
2: I'm I'm saying that even if he does win, it should be such a, a a devastating effort that like he's carried off for like for good. You know, he goes out on he, he goes out on the on the on the hot streak and he goes out on top, but he still has to be carried out because he's expended himself and the dead man is no longer the phenom and you know the mystical power. He's
1: totally spent. That's when you bring Paul Bearer out with the urn. <laughs> Yeah, we could. Maybe we'll get an appearance. Uh, Michelle McCool's talking. She's going to be at the thing. I, th- I mean, one of the reasons I think he didn't come back at all mm-hmm. this year was because he and Michelle wanted to spend a lot of time together. Because I think he saw that his last marriage really ended because he didn't. He came back wrestling, real right?
2: Quick. And and I don't. I don't think we. Could, it could really be supported that he does one match a year, even if it is WrestleMania. He really needs yeah. to just look into calling it done
1: yeah he's forty six yeah and he's not and he's got a lot of miles yeah
2: he's he's got a lot of miles, he's taken a lot of damage, but he's done better than most because he knows when to take the time off and they let him do it, but still yeah. you know he he kind of needs to think about moving on, and this would be the good way, even if he goes out on top, you know it still would be fine, people would accept it,
1: yeah, the only other match I could see him coming back and doing it would be one versus Cena.
2: Yeah, I wonder if that is going to be what they're going to push for—is his final match being against Cena and having Cena end the streak, or or try to end the streak and not do it, and still we're we're back to the same point where we're discussing how he should go out. I I really think it should be now instead of any further, just so that they're not making it an embarrassment. But knowing WWE, yeah, is going to be next year, and he'll still be around. Twenty and O is a good exactly. This, this is the point to let it go
1: yeah 20 and 0 is a great number but it it depends depends on how well Mark and tri- Mark and Paul get along I mean if Triple H and Undertaker get along great behind the scenes I could see him maybe coming back for a little bit of another run
2: well I guess but and I'm I'm sure they do because you know Triple H has come up during Undertaker's time and they've had to deal with with each other and
1: they're, they've had yeah they haven't fought very no, often and, and
2: there's been no other words of of you know backstage rubbing against each other on on egos and all that stuff, so I'm pretty sure they get along yeah. because they're both business minded and care about the product they're putting out,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. but I figure undertaker goes over do you
2: think Sean has any influence in this match because he's now special ref?
1: No, hmm.
2: I think he. I, I think he. If he
1: screws over anyone, he screws over both guys.
2: Uh, he's gonna have to because I think Sean is gonna try to do something just because he feels protective of the fact that he couldn't do it, and now he's involved when his best friend is trying to do what he couldn't.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's one reason why I think the Undertaker's mind games and everything, but. I just think, I mean, whenever he has done special ref, the only time he's ever screwed a guy is when he super kicked uh, Edge back when they were having their Mm -hmm. feud during the uh, Elimination Chamber. That's the only time that I've ever seen him actually be kind of uh, not down the middle. Yeah, but I figure Undertaker goes over in this. And finally, Cena Rock... Fuck it, Cena. I don't care anymore. Yeah, it's gonna be Cena because Cena's gonna be there on Monday. The Rock won't. The Rock will be there Monday. I doubt it. He's supposed to be on either on that one or on the one on the eighth. He's supposed to be mm-hmm. there. He's supposed to be it. Either yeah.
2: way, we're not getting any full time effort out of him. No. So you gotta go with the guy who's gonna be there working full time versus the guy who's gonna show up spontaneously.
1: Yeah. <sighs> What's interesting is that going over this, going over what we've gone over, I think uh, looking at Extreme Rules, the next big pay-per-view, it's other than probably another Jericho Punk match, another Sheamus and Daniel Bryan match. I don't know what they're going to have on the next pay-per-view. I think the women's match might have something come out of it that'll be on there. You'll probably have the Colognes take on somebody. Yeah. Santino, uh, well, they were going to originally, I think, have... Uh, Swagger was supposed to go over Santino in the next couple of weeks because Evan Bourne was supposed to feud against Swagger. But you heard what happened to Evan last week, didn't you? Um. No, I actually didn't. He shattered the ever-living hell out of his oh, ankle. Oh, crap. And he's, he was just yeah. coming
2: back off of his uh, violation...
1: Yeah, but apparently he shattered the ever-loving crap out of his ankle. But one thing I uh talking about the Bryan Sheamus uh-huh. match what I fully expect is do you remember Elimination Chamber 2010 what happened after Cena won the match? Uh no. That's when uh Vince came out and he had him face Batista. Oh, okay. And Batista won. I would not be surprised if Christian gets his one more match in a way that Johnny can screw somebody. Uh. Hmm. And say, okay, we're having the match right now. This is your match, Christian. And Christian goes over and it starts his next feud and restarts the feud with Sheamus. Hmm. And then him and Sheamus have a feud or a three-way dance at either Extreme Rules or No Way Out. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, I, I mean, Christian's gonna, Christian wants his one more match, which, and I think this is a way for Johnny to get some feuds going. Which I, I have to question, because really, they're going to push this with Christian again? He's
2: done this for months, hell, almost a, more than a year now constantly whining for one more match and then he fails and he keeps whining for one more match.
1: Johnny said he'd give him one more match. (sighs) Boring. Yeah, but... But now
2: Christian's even hurt, so he's not even going to be doing anything for a
1: little while. He'll be down there at ringside. He'll be at ringside. (laughs) Yeah. Or actually, I think it could seem doing against Punk if Punk went uh, with, because, I mean, Jericho's supposed to be taking a break towards the middle of the year, so maybe at Money in the Bank? Huh. And, okay. And have him do it versus Punk because uh, Jericho's supposed to be taking a short break for about a month or two around SummerSlam. Oh, so, okay.
2: Well, I guess I could see it then. Yeah, it just seemed like if he was going to do it after Mania,
1: that's like, wow, really? Just came back. Yeah. No, yeah, that's—I mean—that's one of the big things. Because fozzie has got some uh, dates that they're supposed to be booking for the middle of the year that they're talking oh, about Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but looking at everything else, it's like, okay, who else is—I mean—sent. Looking at the state of the title division, I mean, you've got a Joe Cole in the U.S. title. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to drop it to somebody legitimate soon. They're not even yeah. giving it defenses, really.
1: Yeah, you've got uh, Cody's not defending the Intercontinental. The Colognes are on All Stars, Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Superstars.
1: Superstar, whatever. They
2: might as well call it All Stars. You might get the video game crowd check coming in to see what's going on.
1: Yeah, although they've had to cancel this, the uh, follow-up to that got canceled because the uh, developers ran out of money. How did, how did the developers yeah. run out of money? Shouldn't
2: WWE be footing this?
1: <laughs> well, WWE gave them their money to build to do it, but they then the, the same do. company – okay. THQ is doing both. So they were like, well, we're going to put all our money into into a WWE 13. Mm. Yeah. Here's an interesting speculation, and I could be wrong on this. I think especially with the uh, Super Show merger and then also the stuff they've got with SmackDown – do you think they might start moving to unifying some titles?
2: Yeah, because you got guys showing up on both shows anyway, so the, the, the split doesn't really even matter at this point.
1: It kind of does, because, I mean...
2: It's so softly done look, that it's really just kind of a blurred line.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, the reason it was done was because everybody was hurt on SmackDown, but, I mean, Punk has shown up on SmackDown, what, twice? Uh, Ziggler's shown up a couple times. Del Rio showed up once, I believe. And almost everybody
2: shows up on Raw.
1: Yeah. So it's not
2: equal. No, it's not equal, because they know that, that Raw is the show that gets the bigger ratings, gets the bigger people watching live on the night that it airs. SmackDown is the tape show that people check out later, if at all, or they'll check it out in other fashions rather than just tuning in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was talking with somebody um, actually for a different complete podcast, and I found out something interesting. I was like, I was like, well, why don't they move SmackDown, do it live on Tuesday? Because it's not like sci-fi would mind. And he pointed something out to me is that they have a huge Hispanic audience mm-hmm. for SmackDown, yeah. so that's why that's one. That's the main reason why Ray was on there for forever. Yeah. And so that's one reason they will not, they won't they want it on Fridays is because the Hispanic market for it is so big. Right, and they probably need Del Rio back as soon
2: as they can get him to yeah. to be cleared. Yeah,
1: he's cleared, but not cleared. That makes sense. Yeah, it's weird how they do it. Limited, limited right. action. Which is which would have been perfect for a 12 man freaking tag for him to uh, be. He in. he may even do some interference. We don't know. Yeah. Ricardo is supposed to be getting a push as a wrestler, but I'm like, please. Well, I'm sure yet. he already
2: has been in in like AAA and and other small feds. Because
1: I mean, it's it's just he did some stuff in FC. Yeah,
2: you know, it's it's what you do. You don't come into this business without having some knowledge of how to work.
1: Yeah. But it's just going to be really weird to see what their pushes over the next sixty days are going to be going into over the. Limit. But
2: it'd, it'd be interesting if they keep perpetuating Ricardo's bit about being like the poor man's version of Del Rio, where he's got the junky car. That, <laughs> that
1: was yes, great. that was
2: it was so awesome.
1: It was your wonderful car. It was your wonderful comedy. Yeah. <laughs> That was such a great. That was great when he was in there because he actually he's not a bad worker if you've seen him do yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's definitely
2: true. He's got some mobility to him. He doesn't have any superstar look, which is why he'll never get any big face time. But it, as long as he gets something,
1: yeah. I think the fun. I think the interesting part will be to watch what they do over the next few months because I mean they need to unify some titles and start giving some pushes yeah. again. I don't do you think they're I don't think they're going to unify the world in the and the WWE title but they could.
2: Yeah, they could, but I don't I don't think they will either, but that and that's the the big troublesome part because it makes the US title mean even less. Because when yeah. they initially started the brand split they were going to make it WWE and WCW but there was such such negativity put behind the wcw name from their final days that they just said no don't do it that way
1: just make it raw and smackdown brands yeah and the other big thing is raw has degenerated into promo city
2: yeah pretty much i mean there's not a whole lot of wrestling that goes on there's far more that goes on on smackdown but it's from guys nobody cares about
1: yeah i mean it's where it's good wrestling on there, but WWE, but Raw is basically what, three matches and five promos? Mm-hmm. So, because they don't have the competition, they don't yeah, care. Yeah, definitely true. They're they're not, there's yeah. nobody to really challenge them. Yeah. Now, what will be interesting is that there have been rumblings around that uh, TNA is actually undergoing some big money problems again. Huh. That's what, I mean, not just because – not just the same ones that caused them to release a lot of people last year and a little bit before that, but there's like serious money problems mm-hmm. they've got. Could be some guys get cut. Yeah,
2: and they may even get washed out just because ROH now is getting more national coverage on TV.
1: I'm- yeah, ROH has the regional TV deal it's got going.
2: Hell, my cable system just got it a couple weeks ago.
1: We still don't get Oops. it here. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's just gonna be interesting to see what WD what they're gonna do for the first four weeks coming out of the uh, pay per view here. Because I mean, the pay per view looks strongish. I mean, they've got what Cena Rocks should be a good match because these two guys can work. I don't know how well they'll work together, but they can yes. work. Undertaker, Triple H. If this was if this was PG thirteen or R era, I would love this match because good war that it'll bleed. I, even if they do bleed, I think the, this is the one match you could say could bleed and there'd be no repercussions. Yeah, yeah, possibly. As, I mean, what's Vince gonna do to Triple H and Undertaker? What's he really gonna do to this? He may let them go all out
2: because it is what they're calling it—the end of an era. It may be yeah. their last chance to to go out and or to at least do it in that way. Wear the crimson
1: mask, baby. Wear exactly. The mask. This is this is the match yeah. to do it in. Yeah. Daniel Bryan and Seamus. That'll be a good match. It won't be a great match, but I just don't. I don't think Seamus has the worker ability to have a great match.
2: It depends on how well he can gel with Bryan. You know, if if Bryan can get over with his technical style, and fight through Seamus' brawling and powerhouse moves.
1: Yeah, they've had good matches in the past. I just don't know how it'll yeah. go. Show and Cody Rhodes, it'll entertaining but not a right. good match. <laughs> and Kane and Orton. Tell me which Big Show match is is. <laughs> I don't know. I saw, uh, yeah, Kane and Orton. That'll be an interesting match. Nobody gives a shit right. about. <laughs> it'll be there. <laughs> Divas ma- match. Divas match. Uh, Teddy versus Johnny. <laughs> Clusterfuck yep. and Jericho Punk. That'll be that has a potential to be a five star match. I'm,
2: I'm hoping it is the show stealer. Really,
1: yeah, yeah. It should be a great match. Well, I'm gonna. Well, that should be it for this one. I guess I'll edit everything together in just a minute. So I'm going to hit the end on this call because we've talked about this wonderful pay-per-view, which we're both pissed at the WWE for telling all the bars, which it's not just regular bars, y'all. It includes things like, I don't know, say, Buffalo Wild Wings and other places. You cannot show our pay-per-views yeah, anymore. Yeah,
2: also, I mean, they're, they've been hit. Just any place that would normally have a public viewing, they say, nope, you have, you have to, people have to order it at home, yeah, which that's going to kill their buyer. yeah, totally so i mean i I was considering letting this whole thing just completely go because i've just been so upset over their decisions on numerous fronts, but this one in particular is is
1: particularly damaging. Yeah, it's also it's $65. I, yeah, I can't afford that. I I'm pro- I'm probably going to stream it too, but I'm I don't know where I'm going to stream it from. I haven't decided yet, gotcha. but, Yeah. But it's because I have to because my son wants to watch it. Ugh, I want to. <laughs> it-